Hello and welcome to the new episode of the Movie Moose Show. I am Brad and I'm here with my regular co-host Tim. Hello. And Tim and I have been to the movies recently to see a couple of films which are still currently showing. Uh, The first one is uh, Snowden, which we will talk about, and uh, the other one was Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yes. So we'll start off uh, with Snowden today. Um. Many of you are probably aware of Edward Snowden and his, the release of his various documents and so forth, outlining NSA's um, surveillance tactics. Yeah. And this film sort of goes into that and looks at, I suppose, his, the history and what led up to his, the release of those documents. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a topic in society, like a, a, an event I wasn't really fully across. Yeah. And I know that going to see an Oliver Stone movie, he's going to really flesh it out and yeah. like comprehensively, cohesively kind of join all the dots because yeah. a lot of the topics of his movies are very political, convoluted, complicated and yeah. can be quite alienating on the surface. And yeah. I guess filtering through all the media and having Snowden actually involved in this production as well, um, you know, with his story and yeah. stuff. So that, you know, it was quite confronting at times actually when watching the movie yeah. i felt really anxious and uns- yeah. and unsafe knowing that fuck this is this happens real oh yeah yeah so it definitely set the tone really well and it kind of made you sit up and listen and know what has been going on around us yeah i mean it's it's sort of addressed in the film sort of i think his um girlfriend at one stage sort of says you know oh well i you know i have nothing to hide mm sort of thing why worry about it and I suppose to a certain extent I've had that that's sort of been my thinking about it is mm. that well okay you know I'm not doing anything wrong yeah they're not likely to be looking at me because you know I'm not trying to blow up the world or anything like yeah, I that guess, I guess you know so it, but sort of they have to basically cast a fairly wide net in order to find what they're to find for. what they're looking for yeah so as they don't miss mm. so they don't miss anything so that includes everyone yeah, everyone Everyone doing everything. Yeah. Um, I thought Jordan Joseph Levitt. Is that right? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Jo- oh, I just made up my own actor. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'd cast him. Um, he, whoever his name is, um, was brilliant. Oh, he was. He's such a good actor. I've, yeah. I've watched his films for years now. Yeah. And is he a method actor or is he a character actor? I know they're very different, but I'd say he's a character actor. In I think to he certain is, extent. yeah. I mean... It's only lately, like, a lot, most of his roles haven't been sort of that far removed from who he is or yeah. that much of a differentiation. This one and the la- the one he did last year, The Walk, oh, okay. about the French tightrope oh, walker. I need to see that still. Yeah. Oh, um, I forgot. But one. for me, this one, I forgot I was watching Yeah. Joseph. I was yeah. watching Edward Snowden yeah. on screen. He was, yeah. he was so immersed... In the role, he understood the character, didn't he? Yeah, from from beginning to end, and I think that was a combination of really solid direction, yeah, and like being really prepared for the yeah. role. I think. And I've heard a lot of people found his accent in it annoying. Took me a while to get used to it, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's just very deep. Yeah, it's a very monotone. yeah. I suppose um, you know, I suppose it's one of those things where he was trying to get in so deeply into the role normally you might yeah you might not unless they're playing somebody uh from another country or mm. a really distinctive sort of foreign accent that they don't normally 
um, go to that much trouble yeah, to sound different. Yeah, right. But I think knowing that it was based on a true story and a real character, you think yeah. you go with it. it did, I guess uh, sometimes if an actor's trying to put on some sort of weird accent that is otherwise not really warranted, it's kind of a or bit different to what he yeah. he or she normally does, yeah. which is why it sort of sticks out. Yeah. But you go so with it if it's based sort of, on a real yeah, character. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, in The Walk, he was playing a Frenchman. So obviously, he has a French accent. Did he speak French in the movie? Yeah. He did, okay. Yeah. Well... Was it really sexy? What? <laughs> that sort of thing doesn't do much for me. <laughs> um, oh. I mean, you have to ask a French person if his, you know, accent True. or um, the way he spoke French they was They take that really authentic. seriously, though. Yes. Like, they have oh, I know. Uh, voice coaches, dialect coaches, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I always use this example. Sorry, it's nothing to do with the movie. But no. that uh, Valkyrie, that, you know, that, um, what's his name? Brian Singer movie. Oh, where, right, right, right. Yes, where the, they were the German playing one, Germans yeah. and Brits with and all sorts of stuff with yeah. Tom Cruise. So they opened the movie with him speaking German and then it transitioned yeah. into Tom Cruise, but yeah. as a fucking American, with an yeah. American accent, sorry. Yeah. He was playing a German with yeah. an American accent. And then there were like British actors who had British accents, but they were playing German soldiers. Slightly. It was absolutely disaster. Have a no, they didn't. No one had accents that yeah. reflected the fucking nationality that they were portraying like real life characters that really bothered me a lot but I mean I mean I know this is off topic but I mean Tom Cruise I think copped a lot of flack for his Irish accent in Far and Away <laughs> so he didn't want to so attempt. maybe he yeah maybe he got put off by that and didn't want to attempt yeah, a German accent you know for no, this I, one I'm, look I love Tom Cruise I, yeah. I love his movies yeah there's movies I don't care about his personal life yeah um, but oh, but that was disappointing. Uh, yeah, Valkyrie, and the fact that like you're an actor, you're meant to be able to pull this off. Yeah, and it was like they were like, yeah, you know what? Nah, just don't worry about it. Yeah, I know you're a German, but yeah, just it's all good. And that's the same with um, Kevin Costner in Robin Hood. Yeah, he, he oh had the American God. accent. Yes. Oh, gee, that's sort of All right, let's yeah. move on because we'll I'll get too on. irritated. No, yes, we'll go off on a tangent. <laughs> this stuff really irritates me. But yes, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was brilliant. Yeah, wonderful. Um, equally as brilliant, I thought, was his female love interest in it, Shaylee Woodley. Yeah, she was um, good. She's a great actress. I, yeah, I, I love her in The Descendants. Yeah, She same. was brilliant in that. Good movie. Since then, she's gone off the rails for me but I mean that's just franchises my, and stuff yeah. that's just my prejudice because I'm not interested in the um, the Divergent series yeah. so um, that sort of thing doesn't interest me yeah but I thought she was brilliant yeah, yeah. in this in this film too um, that, a, that a nice love story portrayed yeah I yeah I th- it, to me things like that are, are, are fa- relationships like that me, to me are fascinating mm. Just insofar as that, you know, it was all governed by him and his work. Totally. Because he was moving around a lot. Yeah. And she just seemed, most of the time she seemed to go along with it. Mm. Um, There was one instance in the film where sort of she didn't want to sort of move. Yeah, she resisted, yeah. She resisted a bit. But otherwise, yeah, you know, she didn't really have a, a... a job that was, you know, terribly grounded that she had to stay. Mm, mm. She was a bit more of a free spirit, so she could move yeah. around a lot. Yeah. He was so, he was a workaholic, completely committed. Yeah. For what he did for the greater good, you know, working yeah. for his country. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
and I don't know she really got that she got him and sacrificed a lot for yeah, him as well yeah. and you know they were cracks but yeah. it was nice to see and it wasn't like dripping in happy ending sort of thing but it was nice no. to see uh, uh, like a relationship really well written in that how they dealt with conflict and how they sorted yeah. out yeah. their situation yeah. And uh, distancing from each other and then coming back together, set within this really tumultuous yeah. sort of environment that he couldn't really communicate to her because no. it was so complex. Well, that's, that's one of the other. That's one of the other aspects to me is that sort of here he is sort of, consu- con- I suppose, consumed by his job, which is affecting his Completely mood consumed. and stuff. Yet he yeah. can't talk to her about it because yeah. of the confidentiality of what the work that he's doing. Yeah sort of thing and yet mm. you know she seems to accept that mm. Mm. aspect of it yeah sort of thing you know which is quite extraordinary yeah yeah you have to admire her yeah to going along with it definitely sort of thing in that respect like blind going along with it blind yeah pretty yeah much. i mean yeah and she knows he's doing important yeah. work obviously mm. but and then her of, getting um, caught up in it you know when things get serious yeah yeah like she just she still stood her ground. Yeah. 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 Mm. But it was very interesting. Did, did you think, yeah. Do you think the movie, did you find it too long? Did you say that after? Found it a bit long? It was fucking long. No, well, I mean, I thought... Uh, it did, yes. It needed to be, though. I think it, towards the... It's towards forgivable. Towards the end, mm. I think they... they I, there were a couple of, couple of moments there where I thought, okay, it's going to end now. Yeah. Okay, it keeps going another scene. Um, where I felt like it could have, yeah, I felt like it could have ended. I'd, I've, mm. I was happy with it having a satisfactory ending. Mm. But the thing is, like, his situation is still ongoing. Yeah. And so yeah. you weren't really going to get a closed book conclusion to the film. It was kind of like, this is where we're at now. No, yeah. And I didn't know anything about this story, really. I just yeah. knew the name. Yeah, and so well, I had. Um, I lucked it. Yeah, up. I think I. Yeah, I told you I had seen the documentary about him, which yes. is show, which is the making of is sort of shown in the film called Citizen Four. Right. Um, yeah, which basically goes into the film is that that documentary is essentially him sitting in that hotel room talking with those people about his life mm-hmm. and you know what the NSA and so forth are doing. Yeah. There's not a lot of... lot to it, so to speak, but it's still... Despite that, it's still mm. a, a great, thrilling film. Yeah. Because of what he has to say and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And within the environment that he that he can say it, he's yeah. held up in this... Not held up, but like... Hiding away in his ho- hotel this, room yeah. in Hong Kong while he... Yeah, and then sort of the journalists who he's speaking to, and yeah. and sort of the toing and froing they have to do with their bosses, as to how much trouble they're going to get into mm. regarding the release of the information that he has, mm. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are saying, like other critics out there, that this is a long-awaited film from Oliver Stone that's any good. As in, like, he hasn't made yeah. a really... Like, he tr- makes important movies, or what he thinks are important movies uh, for us to watch. Yeah, I think he does a mix. Yeah. He usually does a mix of important and not so important. He, he has something to yeah. say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
you know, with the backdrop of whatever's going on in the world at the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, World Trade Center was his, wasn't it? And th- that was that was a bit much. Yeah. I think that was a bit soppy and sentimental yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. I suppose he wanted to do a 9-11 film, but couldn't... Well, I don't know, maybe he didn't have enough information at the time to yeah. do something completely political and controversial, but... Yeah. Um, he took so the human element then, rather yeah. than the political element in that yes. movie, though. But was, yes, he does have a reputation of yeah, mm. um, proposing conspiracy theories and so forth regarding yeah. um, famous incidents and, mm. and stuff like that. So like Nixon was an incredible movie. Yeah, yeah. And that was like 20 and years ago or something now. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a while. And JFK yep. as well, mm. too. That's probably... One of his, oh, I suppose, platoon is more famous than. Do you think? Um, do you think this is going to be one that's going to come up in uh, like an award season? If not anything else, just maybe. I don't know. I, I read a lot of. I, I read a lot about Oscar buzz and so forth, and I think, if anything, I don't know. Maybe he might get screenplay recognition. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, or and or Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Being a best actor nomination. Yeah, I, I'd probably go the the. Judging Oscar the general actor. consensus at the moment is that there's not very many leading actor roles out there at the moment that are Oscar worthy. Right. But apparently the female category is overstuffed, and that's going to be the that's going to be the hard one. Tough one. Tough one to get mm. into. Yeah. Um. But sort of yeah. It's if coming depending into Oscar on, season now. Depending anyway. on how things pan out in the next couple of months, yeah. with the various releases coming out, he may stand a chance just by virtue of the fact that there's not many others to mm. worthy of nominating. We'll find out. It's bloody months away. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About January. Still count it down. I don't know if there was anything else we had to say about that one. No, I don't think so. Very recommended. Make sure. Yeah, definitely. Afterwards, you'll probably want to buy a Band-Aid or something. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, um, you'll get that when you see. Yes, or close. Make sure you keep your laptop closed. Yes, very important. Yes, that big, affects big brothers your, watching uh, your phone. Mm. Your phone is where you have to cover up your camera phone. Yeah, the phone on your camera. Well, they didn't. That, that wasn't part of the conversation back then, was it? Because no one had like smartphones well, back when all this prevalent. was going yeah. on. When was the first smartphone? What iPhone I think they were, well, camera phones were around, but yeah. I don't think that they were as um, connected connected as they are yeah. now, or used. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. Cool. So we'll move on to the next film we saw, which we saw last night, Yay. which was Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Oh, I adored it. I loved it so much. I did too. Yeah. Um, d- just <sighs> as a bit of... Um, Full disclosure, Tim Burton is my <laughs> favourite director of all time, which <laughs> I think I have mentioned before. So sort of, um, I was bound, bound to love this film. Yeah. It's, he sort of um, went a bit normal with his last film, Big Eyes. Mm. And this is a return to quirky form. Yeah. For him. For sure. And yeah, it's very much um, in his... Oeuvre. Oeuvre. As, as they say. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he he went to town. Like, it was a really uh, well-realised script, adapted script from the book. Yes. Um, and 
like it was good because it was in a way an ensemble piece because there are a lot of characters in yeah. the movie and yeah. he definitely was able to dance around all their characters and they all had time to shine and yeah. no one was really um, left out although some remained mysterious until a certain moment and then you know yeah. they had their time and yeah. I was it was really good um, yeah. and I guess that helps when I haven't read the book but it helps that no. that's possible because the book might be really well written as well in terms of how the story well, is told from what I've heard um, I mean our friend Carly might be able to explain this a bit more because I've heard that she's read the book. Right. Is that... I don't think it's written as sort of a novel as such. It's sort of collected information oh. sort of thing that I think, from what I understand, he and the scriptwriter had to fashion a story to go with... Oh, is that right? ...the information in the book. That's yeah. That's different. What is it? More like yeah. a journal sort of I think so. Thing. I have a feeling it is. I mean, I'm, I might be wrong, but... Okay. All right. Well, that... Yeah. That kind of works. In so, t- like I can see that it being written that way. Yeah. But in terms of it being adapted for the screen, they certainly went about it the right, in the right way. I th- yeah. What, Ash, 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 Asa Butterfield. Uh, Asa. I think, Asa. Yeah. I, just, I love him. He is yeah. such a talented young actor. He's been in films like uh, Hugo, Boy in Striped Pajamas, you know, he's yeah. captivating. Um, uh and this is certainly a, a film that he can be like, really proud of his performance, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He carries it. Like, it's his movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. Mm. Um, also, too, I absolutely love, and I told you this oh, afterwards, yeah. Eva Green. Yeah. Who is just she, magnificent. She's stunning. In the film. She's so powerful in this yeah. movie. Yeah. She commands every scene yes. she's in. She always does, I oh. think. Yeah. Because she was in um, Dark Shadows as well. That's yeah. sort of, I think he's, she's be going to become his new muse. To the n- after, you reckon? Um, after yeah. what he's broken up with Helena, Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, she wasn't it. No. <gasps> Is this the first movie that she's not been in of his in recent time well she wasn't in big eyes oh wasn't she no but wasn't that when maybe their marriage started to come undone if you're looking maybe, at it yeah. online yeah yeah oh it's the end of an era isn't it yeah i love her because he seems so to go good. through he sort of seems to have well we're not women in his film well Should've yeah we're not a writer but i mean he didn't really have a sort of um off-camera relationship with her so to speak there was mm. this other woman uh, Lisa Marie. She was in Edward uh-huh. and Mars Attacks. Okay. And I think something else. I don't know if she was in the Corpse, like she did a voice in Corpse Bride as well. Oh, all those years later. That sort of he was, you know, they were seeing each other right. off camera as well. Maybe he sort of has a relationship with Johnny Depp. Yes. <laughs> Although, um, yeah. I don't know what else they're going to... Mm. I don't know if they've got something coming up. There were some um, interesting casting choices too, I, fe- I found, that worked. Yeah. Um, I w- wouldn't expect to see Samuel L. Jackson in a Tim Burton movie. No. Um, which, you know, he he added a lot. And Alison... He was very funny. Yeah, he was very <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The sort of dark humour of it was... Yeah. 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 I, think he he had was s- I think he had a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. What I worry about films um, that kind of are set within a period time and modern time is that they can yeah. get really like like bogged down. Like it, it just doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you end up going back to the the present and it's just not as good. Yeah. It's not as fun. I want to go yeah. back to the period, but I think that they they worked that out really well. Yeah, well, if, if you'd like, if you, you, well, I mean, in this one, you noticed that there was the sort of the different color schemes they had yeah. in the film, in the modern day, yeah. in that um, that town that they were in. It's quite gray. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was very gray in modern times. Green. When they went back in time, it was, you know, light, bright. Yeah, and that was reflective sort of, of um, Asa's character. What was his character's name? Jake, Jake yeah. um, you know Jake's like where he felt like he fit in in society, yeah. in modern time or with the peculiar children in the home and yeah. what sort of thing. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, they're yeah, they're pretty know. they're pretty basic like cinematic choices that directors yes. make in terms of like reflecting mood and tone and yeah. and 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 whatever. But you know, it works time oh, yeah. and time again. Yeah. And yeah. you know that just to reflected help, um, that. Yeah, differentiate different time periods. Yeah, yeah. So my question to you, Tim. Oh. Do you reckon um, Hogwarts is in a time loop? <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Because this, to me, this had a very Harry Potter feel Definitely. to it. Yeah. That it yeah. felt like what Tim Burton would have done if he had have been able to direct a yeah. Harry Potter film. Yeah. Yeah, wizards and all that sort yeah. of thing. Which, I mean, there weren't in this movie, but... No. But, uh, yeah, they're peculiar children they could as been. opposed to wizards and yeah. and so forth. This kind of suits him And he him sort of has to though. go through a special mag- well, magic porthole to get yeah. to a school, essentially, mm. or a home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the parallels to the Harry Potter world are very, yeah. like, aligned. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to get their hands on Harry Potter and, yeah. and realising that story. It's just so yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I guess it's his, like, his attempt. Yeah. yeah. At a Harry, Harry Potter-like film. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yes. Um, I suppose it's we. yeah, any warning for parents out there, it's not very much, even though there's a, the word children in the title, it's not... No, it's quite... Um, it's very dark. It's very dark. Yeah. And quite um, graphic at times. Yeah, I think there... I mean, there was that whole scene with the eyeballs, I think, was yeah. what I think, for me, tipped it over the edge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sort of it's quite confronting. And with that, and that old guy, at, you know, on the beach, when his eyes were taken yeah. out, that was quite, yeah. like... Yeah. Well quite yeah. visual you know yeah. that nothing was it wasn't off camera you saw no, it yeah. do you know what I mean yeah um, but I think that's important though you can't really like wash over that because then you don't get that sense yeah. of urgency and danger that you well, got I find in this it, well I find it interesting because you kind of expect the studio whatever to ask him to tone that sort of thing down mm. to sort of give it a bit more of a broader audience and to be able to appeal to younger kids but it seems like they were willing to let him 
make it a little bit darker. Well, they certainly didn't market it as a very dark film. No. Do you know what I mean? So I no. guess they were like, you can keep all this stuff in there and that's important for the story. Yeah. Um, but we're not well, as really to going they to... Knew that he'd done it. <laughs> Tim Burton does have a, a darker sensibility. He has a mm. reputation sort of thing, so people... Be aware to do that. The source material is kind of... Re- like. It needs to be respected, and he certainly yeah. respected it. Yeah. Um, and the studio would have known that, so they just would have had to ensure that it wasn't um, too much. And no. I didn't find it was too much. No. But I found it surprising nonetheless. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a lot more fun at the end, though, the climax. It yes. was It's kind of like... You almost felt like you were watching a slightly different movie, but it was kind of that yeah. really fun thing where kids come together they pull something off and it's yeah. a lot of fun and yeah. you know let's a just go battle scene yeah battle scene yeah. And it was kind of leading up to that I wasn't actually yeah. expecting it or anticipating right. it yeah. because I felt like the movie was going at a particular pace yeah. and it was quite like grounded in its period and you know around the war which is always yeah. great to tell these fantastical yeah. stories around it within yeah. a real life historical moment World War 2 and, and whatnot. not yeah. yeah. Um, but then it went in this other direction and yeah, it was just fun. Yeah, yeah. Because you cared about everyone. You cared yeah, about exactly. all the characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, the, all the kids. There was a lot at stake. They each had their own yeah. little, well, peculiarity. Yeah, exactly. So to speak. So yeah. yeah, yeah, you come to, which is always good in a film like this. Everybody had their moment to shine. So definitely you come to care about them a bit more. I kind of felt like it was, it had similar, um, Ideas to like X Men and Xavier's school for mut- yeah, young mutants true. and stuff. So, yeah. and in no way was it plagiarizing whatever. the The difference was big difference, but you can certainly see where it may have saw some of its inspiration from. Yeah, and definitely. that's okay. Nah. It's flattering. Well, I mean, everybody. I mean, there's as they say, there's no new ideas these days, but sort of. Yeah, yeah they're true. all sort of different. Different interpretations of the same. Well, now Disney have now um, announced a live-action Mulan. I think they're just going through the Disney vault and putting real people in their animated movies. I don't know how Lion King is going to be live-action, though. There's no humans in the the film. Well, well, that's the thing. It's not technically live-action. Because I'm assuming that it's going to be filmed like The Jungle Book. In real locations. Possibly, well, real I don't know whether he is stuff. going to go out and film, Just you name. know, yeah, film different backgrounds in Africa and then take it back home and yeah. um, uh, throw it in the computer and add, add animals mm. to it. But mm. still, that's not live action because the animals in it are animated. Well, they did that. Disney did that with Dinosaur back in yeah no, what was it 99 or 2000 yeah, whatever something like it was that, which one. I think it's one of the worst films of all time yeah I but haven't watched it as an adult though so yeah, yeah apparently it's not I really hate good it. I hate but it, it cost them a small fortune and they, yes. they filmed that on location yeah. but then uh, inserted the CGI yeah. dinosaurs yeah. Um, after so maybe but that was an animated movie you wouldn't call yes. that's not a live no. actor one it's fucking dinosaurs no. so yeah they're not real. But that's I'll the thing that here. is with the Jungle Book mm. is it too is that there's enough of 
enough animation in that for it to qualify to be part of the best animated feature category at the Oscars. Like officially? Is that what they've officially, said? Officially, yes. Oh. Can it be both? Can it be eligible for best picture? Oh, yeah, yeah. It can be. I mean, and all animated. Animated films, you know, have been nominated in best picture the category before, but there is enough animation in it as far as the animals go to qualify in the best animated feature Feature, category. Interesting. Yeah. I guess probably the Avatar sequels are going to fall under that umbrella as well. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who I, knows I can't, I can't remember the exact figures, but I do remember reading somewhere that a certain percentage of it mm. has to be animated because I remember films like um, Stuart Little. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the Smurfs as well yeah. could qualify because a certain percentage of them aren't animated, even right. though they're sort of live-action-y. Yeah. It's still, there's, a, there's enough animated characters in there for it to qualify. Well, maybe yeah. like Smurfs never would. Well, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no, thanks. But yeah. Mm. But I think they still, I think some studios still, you know, put their those films up there just in case. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If Pixar's not in that year. Yes, well, we've got... Um, Quick, Pixar. They haven't released a movie this year. No. Well, they always do well, anyway. Yeah. What have we got this year? What did we have? Well, end of last year was a dinosaur, which I never saw. Yeah, what did they release this year? No, Inside Out was last year. Yeah. Maybe it is an off year. No, no, it is. They had something else earlier this year. I can't remember. Would have seen it. Oh, um, oh wait, no. I was about to say Inside Out. (laughs) Um, Probably. We'll have to look that up. I should know. People are probably listening to this screaming at it. <laughs> it's this. Are you looking it up now? Yeah. I really want to figure it out. Ah. What was it? It is a sequel. Oh, shit. How It'll did we one forget biggest, that? It'll be one of the biggest films of the year, too. Finding Dory. Yeah. We should have known that one. We should have. There we go. Yeah. Everyone? Sorted it Shoot out. Shoot me the experts. And stop screaming. <laughs> yeah, fighting door. This is a little film. I forgot. Yeah. Little blimp on the radar. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I think it's now officially the highest grossing animated film of all time. Is it? Not surprised. What, well, taken over I, Frozen? I think that's just in America, not... Oh, it's in America, yeah. In America. I don't think internationally, because I don't think it... Cr- I'm not too sure mm. it cracked the billion dollars. Because I have a feeling uh, something else has. Right. Well, toy, yeah, Frozen and Toy Story 3. Uh, right up there. Made up, made the billion boy. Yeah. Yeah. And The Lion King has as well, off the back of its re-release a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Few, a few movies have crossed the bill with re-releases. Yeah, mm. yeah. Cool, well, um, that's it for now. Um, I'll see if I can try and, as I said last episode, I want to try and get some more of these out there. Um, try and find more people to see films with and um, discuss them. Um, Tim's going to be away for a little while, so Soz, I'll be back. I'll have to. Yes, you'll Just have to give us a report. Well, we can probably do Doctor Strange when I get back. Yes, because that will be our beginning of November, twenty seventh of October. Oh, perfect. When do you get back? Twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 
Sweet, we could see that weekend. Yes. Maybe on the Sunday. Here we are, sorting out our diaries. Oh, I have, yes. a, we- I have Open, a wedding openly, on the Sunday. Openly talking about our diaries. <laughs> on. Yes. Bridget. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Cool. Um, yes, yeah, so thank you for listening and see you at the movies.